From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. Hello and welcome to another episode of Thai Cats Today for this Friday, July the 14th, 2023, right here on the Thai Cats Audio Network. And the Thai Cats captured their second victory of the season last night in, in my opinion, their best offensive game of the season, handing the Elks their 20th straight home loss which now ties a North American sports record makes you feel pretty bad for those Edmonton fans but a breath of fresh air that the Ticats weren't the team that snapped that record I don't think anyone wants to be that team at this point it was pretty quiet in the first quarter but the Ticats offense came alive in the second quarter when James Butler just would not be taken down and finished off an impressive run doing his best pinball Clemens impersonation for the touchdown sets the Tiger Cats up well. First and goal, handoff goes to James Butler. Here he goes again. He's going to get to the end zone. He dives. Touchdown, Tiger Cats. James Butler cannot be brought down. Once again, hit at the line of scrimmage, bounces off of it, keeps going, and gets his third touchdown of the season. That was R.J. Broadhead with the call. James Butler put the Cats up 7-6 in the second quarter with an incredible effort and finished the game with 127 rushing yards and 40 receiving yards. After the game, he spoke about the touchdown and the Ticats' victory. First of all, congrats on the win, James. Statistically, your best game of the season. Why do you think you were able to get so many of those big yardage plays today? Those boys up front, man. You know what I'm saying? They was getting heads on hats, receivers blocking. You know what I'm saying? I always... I pride those guys pride on pride themselves on blocking, man. So it was it was definitely it was a, it was a team effort. And just talk me through that touchdown. I I think everyone thought that that you were going down there, and somehow you you come out of that and you get a touchdown. Just talk me through that play. Yeah, honestly, I just, I, I, I I I never know either. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to make a play, trying to be smart with the ball, and you know what I'm saying. I see big big uh, 94 coming at me. I'm just I'm not trying to trying to get touched. So. You know what I'm saying? Able to spin off, but but obviously it was guys continuing blocking downfield. You know what I'm saying? I was able to spring me, so that was those guys. And then Powell comes in uh, in relief for for Schultz there. Just a little bit on him and and what he's like as a QB and and how he did tonight. TP man, he's just he's just got swag, man. TP's got that quarterback. Like he just looks like a quarterback, acts like a quarterback, talks like a quarterback, walks like a quarterback. So you know, it's, it it was never no drop off when we know TP's in there because we know he's coming in there with confidence. For me, I honestly him saying that is a is is a big honor to me. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I never try to worry about touches. I try to just whatever role they give me that week, I just try to take it and master it and, and do the best I can. So whatever, whatever, if it's two touches or twenty touches, I just try to make the make the most of each one. That was James Butler following last night's game in Edmonton. The Ticats went into the half up 10-6. Edmonton would score a touchdown to start the second half, but it was answered quickly when breakout star Tyreek McAllister had an excellent kick return on the next play. McAllister was a problem for the Elks on the receiving core and even more so on the special teams, unfortunately having a kick return touchdown called back when there was a holding call called in the backfield on the play. McAllister finished the game with 120 total punt and kick return yards and spoke about his performance. And Tyreek, another strong game for you. Two games in a row now where you've been a dynamic threat on that offense. Do you feel like you've just been really coming and hitting your stride now here in the CFL? Yes, sir. Like, uh, I feel like uh, the more the more I keep playing, the more I keep getting the ball, the more my confidence going to grow. So, uh, so, like, it's going to keep rolling. It's a snowball effect. Taylor Powell comes in. Just a little bit on what you can give me on 
how he did tonight and, and playing with him uh, while he came in for Schultz? Uh, I think he threw a touchdown on his, on his first attempt, right? Yeah, I, that's all you need to know right there. I think he did a great job, man. Taylor, he uh he's always pumped. He's always ready in practice. And uh I know anytime he get on the field, he's gonna be ready. So I think he did a great job. I had a ball in my hands. I feel like I'm I'm so explosive. And uh there's a big play waiting to happen once you get it in my hands. So I love it, man. The more the more I can get the ball in my hands, the more I feel feel confident. Like, oh, man, uh, I, I was disappointed, man, because uh, yeah. I, I felt like we had one right there. I feel like we got one and uh I went back and looked at the play, and I didn't think it was a was a good call. But uh, it's all right. We'll get we'll get another one. I love it, man. I think me and nine in the backfield is uh dynamic, because uh, uh, nine been doing it for a while, man. And I I just want to come in and uh give a spark to him. So we'll get dynamic duo in that there. I like it. Yeah, I feel like uh we got some we got some work to do. But uh, anytime you get a win uh in professional football, it's good. It's a good thing. So uh, I feel like as long as we keep building. Uh, keep growing our confidence, we'll be okay. We'll be fine. That was Tyreek McAllister. McAllister's third quarter return gave the Ticats great field position. And after the team marched down the field, Matthew Schiltz called his own number. Second and goal from the Edmonton four. Let's see what Tommy Condell and the Tiger Cats choose to do. Schiltz is going to keep the football, dives in. It's a touchdown. Matt Schiltz and the Tiger Cats have the lead back. Matthew Schiltz with the rushing touchdown. Now, unfortunately, Schiltz ended up leaving this game with an injury. Still waiting for an update on the injury. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious. He's just such an important presence on that Ticats offense. But as soon as we hear, we will give an update on that. Now, on the next drive, Elks QB Taylor Cornelius was forced out of the pocket, pressured heavy by Ja'Garrett Davis, and Stavros Katzentonis was there, ready to capitalize. Cornelius, another good play action, but he is way behind the line of scrimmage. Oh. Jagarin Davis brings him down. He throws it, though, and it goes right to Stavros. Katzentonis, it's a pick six. Touchdown for Katzentonis, and the Tiger Cats increase their lead. Oh, man. Opportunistic again. Capitalizing on a really, really bad decision by Taylor Cornelius, who had the chance to throw that ball away. He was outside the pocket and had time and space, decided to keep it to try to battle for a little longer, but Ja'Garrett Davis not allowing any of it, and with a little, you know, uh, an attempt to get rid of the ball by, by Cornelius, Katzentonis right in position to pick this up and run it into the end zone. Stavros Katzentonis with the pick six in the third quarter to put the Ticats up 24-13. to Katzentonis spoke following the game about his first career CFL touchdown and more. It was your first career CFL touchdown? Just a weird play. Maybe just take me through that one. Yeah, I know a lot of that too. Uh, JG obviously he had the quarterback wrapped up and basically sacked. And uh, you know, I was just trying to be around there. I saw the quarterback kind of with the loose ball and thought uh, maybe maybe he throws it and, and he happened to. So I just kind of came under it and uh, and was just trying to score after that. Um, but but really just making up for a play. The last drive, you know, let, that, that last touchdown on the drive before was on me. So I just felt you know I needed to step up and. Uh, you know, just make a play. So that, that was my play to make. And, you know, you know, thankfully I was able to make it. A couple of interceptions on that secondary. Just how do you think the performance of the guys was on, on the secondary and being able to break up a lot of those passes there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think we still left, you know, maybe two or three out there still, um, you know, but, but our guys were, were a bend don't break team. 
Um, and, and, you know, we're just playmakers out there. So we all know uh, it could be any one of us that's getting that ball thrown to us. And, uh, you know, when that time comes, you know, we're going to make our play. So I'm super proud of the guys, Javian, uh, making a big play out there tonight. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep building on that. I, I think we're, we're a great team. Um, you know, we've showed our resiliency over the past two weeks. You know, obviously a lot of people uh, looking at us as an 0-3 team coming out of that bye week. And, you know, we just we, we weren't listening to the out, outside noise, um, you know, just taking it week by week preparing, building on, uh, you know, great plays and still knowing that there's things we got to work on, um, you know, but I think, you know, we're always going to rise up to the challenge. Um, and, you know, now we're on the next week. It's it's uh, the team of the QEW and, uh, you know, they're coming, you're, they're coming to our house. So uh, they know how, how uh, Ticat football is played in that stadium. Uh, you know, we're really excited for our fans to be out there supporting us next week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just that, um, that just little insider route to uh, Kyron Moore, um, you know, just, just needed to have a better break on that play and, uh, you know, still could have wrapped him up. But, uh, you know, he ended up going down the field and scoring on that. So, I, you know, I definitely took ownership on that one, um, you know, with my teammates. And, you know, I, I was it was a next play mentality. Obviously, um, you know, you hate to give up a touchdown uh, in any situation. Um, but, you know, once I got to the sideline, it was just, you know, next play. And, you know, I got a, I, I, owe, I owe us a touchdown. So um, that was kind of the mentality coming out uh, each drive. And, you know, JG just set me up perfectly. So I, uh, I told, I told him last week, uh, all the D line, uh, if anyone gets me a, a pressure interception that I owe him a stake. So um, he'll be getting a nice stake coming his way next week. Just, uh, just one of those things that, you know, we need plays to be made on our end. Um, and we, as a defense want to want to score touchdowns. So anytime that we're able to do that, um, you know, it's just a real great feeling. That was Stavros Katzentonis following last night's game. Following the injury to Matthew Schiltz, Taylor Powell made his way into the game, and on his first ever CFL pass, he showed that he belongs in this league. So he did get some action. That now is extremely valuable for Powell. It's a second and five from the Edmonton 17. Powell stays in the pocket. He's going for it. End zone. Touchdown. His first CFL pass (laughs) is a touchdown to Tim White. Unbelievable. Tiger Cats increase their lead. They're up to 33 points. That's the most they've scored this season. Okay. Well, well, Ticat fans, you've got a quarterback in play here, and Taylor Powell, as cool as could possibly be, stands in his pocket and puts the ball where he needs to and jogs to the end zone like it was his 100th touchdown pass in the CFL. <laughs> Powell, on his first career CFL throw, finds Tim White in the end zone for the 17-yard touchdown with a beautifully placed ball, and the Ticats wouldn't look back from there, winning this game 37-29 to the final, and Coach O spoke about the team's performance following the game. Uh, Coach, congrats on the win. The offense seemed like they were clicking in this one. James Butler had perhaps his best game uh, of the season so far. I'm just wondering what you saw from JB tonight in his performance. Well, I mean, his performance speaks for itself. He's, uh, you know, obviously he's a dynamic back that, you know, he's, he's gotten these touches lately and he's done the most of it. And also just credit the O-line. You know, they were getting on getting on jerseys out there. And, you know, whether they're they throwing a lot at us, a lot of cover zero stuff, um, zone blitz, different things. And we were able to get on get on a jersey and and make things happen. So I'm super proud of them. And Taylor Powell, he comes in in relief for Schultz when he goes down, throws a touchdown on his first career CFL pass. What did you see from him coming in for Schultz there? Just what we saw when he came in. It's just not too big for him. He's a a guy that consistently wants to get better. He walks by my office early in the morning like all the quarterbacks do. He wants to get better. Uh, he doesn't pretend to know it all. He, he's just a sponge. And then um, once 
once the lights are on, they're not too bright. So super proud of him. He, he made the right throw there and and uh, checked it down when he needed to and, and basically had ball security when, when people are in his face. And then one last question. Uh, Tyreek McAllister's showing that he could be a star in this league. What has he been able to bring to this offense and, and also on that special teams? Well, he's just dynamic, right? I mean, look, you can use a bunch of different activities, but he's definitely dynamic and um, we need to get him on the field. And there's another guy that made a, a seamless transition where it wasn't too big for him. You know, credit him for coming in shape, uh, ready to go, absorbing the offense. And then uh, obviously, you know, he had that dynamic return today. And that's just it's just too bad that uh, it got spoiled by what appeared to be a pretty fairly decent block. Well, I was, proud of, yeah, I was proud of our response. You know, when things didn't go right, you know, we we held him to, you know, we didn't we don't plan on starting the the game and giving them the ball right back. You know, we thought we were going to have decent field position. Unfortunately, slipped through our hands and they recovered it. So that wasn't uh, an ideal situation. And that was an easy time for us to possibly give up seven and maybe take a little bit of air out. But we were able to hold them to three. So uh, anytime you can hold a team to three, you'd prefer to have them punt. But uh, threes are definitely better than sixes. An exciting night in the city of Edmonton as the Ticats captured their second victory of the season to move to two and three on the year. The Ticats now look to prepare for the Battle of the QEW next Friday at Tim Hortons Field, and tickets are available. That's all the time for me today. Thank you for listening to Ticats Today.